Blog Talk Radio. Tony, how you doing? Yeah, I was super fantastic. Every day. <laughs> super fantastic. Wake up, wake up. This is TNT Denar. We've been waiting so long, but we made it this far. If yeah. you're feeling like I'm feeling, you know it's so hard. Gotta keep your head up. Keep your faith in the Lord and re-restore the truth. Breaking down the walls, over 10,000 people waiting on the call and when it all coming to reality, it's over with. It's so close, I can feel it like a super hit. You never had it. You keep your head when you cash it. Outlast it. You ain't even got a flash up. How you doing, Tony? I'm super fantastic. Far from past it. Now close your eyes and imagine. Those that been down, bouncing back like elastic. How many really trying to do something that's so drastic? Ask it. If you see another fella of the Denar era, I'm making their life better, yeah. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Triple P, Pam, known as already blessed. We done heard half the news. We waiting on the rest. We waiting to fetch. Remember that we on the same map. Tony and Ray ran, the brothers on the same path. It's time for a transference of wealth, and they ain't trying to be left with my life on the shelf. Can't do it by myself, we gotta do it together. A life of wealth, we living like to live it forever. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. It was all a dream, but now it's a reality. Now it's where it has to be. Just keep your faith and you will see. Come a catastrophe, but just be patient, though. It's incredible how he used the oddest things to brush your soul. TNT, the Tony Raven, where you at? People waiting on the Intel call to hit you back. Raven got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. This blessed life I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believers. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We ain't got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. This blessed life I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believer. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. 
To start conference recording, the recording has started. It's time. Welcome to the Information Superstation, TNT. Hosted by that dynamic duel, Tony and Ray Rinfro. They're super fantastic and fantabulous, sir, to the nth degree. Bringing you the latest and greatest Iraqi dinar revaluation information from around the globe, east to west. It's the best. So sit back, relax, and get ready to have your mind blown in the TNT Intel Zone. Good afternoon, TNT. Super fantastic family. Today is Friday, July the 23rd, 2021. Raven 98 here, along with. All right. Good morning, TNT. It is Friday, and the week is finally over, and we are here. So, I'm transferring information back and forth, so. Um, All right, Ray, is this our final Friday? We will soon. Oh, that would be nice. Yes, it would be. That would be nice. Nobody, anybody else. But all right, what's going on? Are we see anything out? No updates went out. It's all quiet. Okay. So, guys, let's get started. Um, I know some of you got excited yesterday because. Some gurus are telling you that it's paying. It already started paying, and, you know, same old, same old. The bonds are paying. Didn't happen, and we were going to see all this today. Didn't happen. There were some people out there, I know, that were passing out bank information. So when the bank said it was going to happen this morning, Tony didn't know what he was talking about. He don't have no news. I see, as we know, that didn't happen Uh, because it is what it is. Uh, We're just going to give you the truth and how how we see it. Let's go on. So the good thing is it's still going to happen. We're still going forward. Meeting started today with uh, Iraq and D.C. Finalized on Monday. I did talk to Texas this morning. They haven't been updated, no news. They're not on standby. They're not working this weekend. Nothing is gone in. So that part is not happening. I talked to the other banks. There is no update. They are still there, though. And they are at the uh, exchange centers, call centers, and they are working this weekend. So uh, that's our different variations. Iraq still has a rate on his card. He actually is using it. Um, but we don't know the date that it goes international. So it might be a little too much honesty for you guys today, uh, as it always is. But the good thing is everything is moving forward. Iraq has more uh, information going out about the reasons that they haven't done anything and their people are getting bolder and bolder and not just saying, hey, they're blaming it on ISIS, but it's really Iranian sympathizers 
They're not today saying it's Iranians, period. <laughs> They're causing the problem because they don't want Iraq uh, to come out of this or be reformed because it hurts them if it does happen. So they know who they're fighting. They know why they're fighting. They're just trying to say that their government officials don't have enough courage to do the right thing, which eventually they will. So we're going to see what comes out the meeting here on Monday, what's concluded, what they sign off on. Wall Street Journal is uh, already reporting that all U.S. troops will be out by the end of the year. Now, we don't know that that's going to happen because they already said it's going to take four or five years. By the end of the year, again, we'll say they're not combat troops. They'll have them in the courtesy region only. Maybe something that they But they'll all just be advisors. So um, the whole deal for today, over the weekend, because they're meeting over the weekend Monday, is to make Al-Kazimi look good in front of the Iraqi people. That's the whole purpose of it. They're going to come back say these are the things we got accomplished. The U.S. is still paying the bills. We're still going to be partners with them. We're going to remove the soldiers, but we're still going to give them our military equipment, teach them how to use it, give them the parts they need, uh, and and so on, and advise them and uh, give them intelligence. So it all makes al me look good, and I don't know if that's to extend his presidency. We'll find out in August if that's the plan or not. But it is to make him look good, make their government look strong. We'll see what happens as far as the RV itself. Nothing in the news today about the exchange rate. This is like the first day in two weeks where they had nothing in the news about the exchange rate. It's mostly about the meeting going on this weekend. So we're still in a great position. The rates haven't changed. It's still on the board at the bank, though. We do know that. So it's all good. What's going on, Ray? Okay. Let's see. Um, Where are we here? Sadie says, in your opinion, who are the groups that benefit from the RV not happening? Who are these people? It's difficult for me to understand how can the Iraq people are continuing to put up with this for so long. Well, the people who benefit from it not happening are the Iranians because they keep they get to keep stealing the money from Iraq and from their auction and from their imports, inflating the prices. That's how they're getting the U.S. dollars to fuel their economy. So they benefit. Iranian sympathizers in Iraq, people in the Iraqi government who are aligned with Iran, they benefit because they get paid through the auctions, through all the corruption and crooked deals that are going on, as long as it doesn't happen. So that's who benefits. The rich get richer, and they don't care about the poor or the citizens. And the citizens know that. Now, the only thing that has changed from when they had the, um, not Arab Spring, but the uprising last in October, 
was Al Kazimi came in and said, we're going to change things. He came in with the white paper, put all these promises and deals on the table that make sense on paper. And I reckon people have been going with it because they're constantly talking about it and they see the changes. But they also still know he's fighting for it. These people are upholding it, but they think in the end he's going to win. So it's been rational, been going with it until, you know, this summer or right now, we'll see what happens. Iran has been cutting their electricity off, knocking down their light poles, even though they're blaming it on ISIS, and now going far as bombing their hospitals and their malls. And everybody, the articles come out saying, we know this is actually the Iranian militia doing it, not ISIS like everybody is saying. They're doing it to disrupt their economy so they can keep getting their money because they're going to get cut off. Now, when do they stop? They stop when we have the next meeting with Iran, U.S. lifts the sanctions. They can now go out and make their own money. They can say, okay, now we don't need Iraq's money anymore. Let's do what we're doing. Up until then, they're going to have this fight going back and forth. So we had two ways to resolve it. Biden can now remove all the sanctions that Trump put back on, go back to the original deal, because Iran could have had money flowing by then. They wouldn't have had all this influence. He can choose to do that. Or he can choose to continue it up there and see if he can choke them out before they can blow up Iraq. Sorry to put it that way, but that's what we're doing, choking out their economy. They're at less than 50% or 50% poverty level and getting worse. The citizens are starting to take to the street. It's all the stuff, believe it or not, that we do when we go on and have an economic war, okay? Confessions of an economic hitman. Those are the things that happen to destroy a country, and that's exactly what the plan was for the Bushes. I mean, the Trump administration was to destroy the country, to starve them out and do that if they had time to do that. Biden has to decide if he wants to keep going that direction because him and Obama and NATO, they made a deal with him. Hey, just do this and, you know, everybody going about their business. Well, now things have changed. It's really no different, guys. Some of you are not going to like this, but the reality is it's no different than what Russia is trying to do to us today. Now, they're not bombing us and, you know, blowing up our, our, our malls or schools or hospitals, but they are causing a psychological war in the U.S. right now. And I don't even know if you guys understand that's what's going on. So through different people, administrations, and policies that were going on, uh, through the cyber attacks, through um, what they're doing on Facebook, uh, Instagram, everything else, all the phony article stuff they're putting up, they're causing a psychological war in the U.S. We're doing the same thing in Iran and trying to get the citizens in an uproar uh, to uh, overthrow the Iranian government. That's the main goal. That has always been the main goal. They got a new president last week. We're going to see. He may make it easier because he's a hardliner. 
in the middle is poor little Iraq. They're just trying to survive. They're like, if you guys just leave us alone, we could flourish and become that rich country we're supposed to be. You know, we're the fifth richest over there. We got more oil, um, everything. But the two of you are, are restricting us in doing it. Now, that's obvious to everybody. Iraq, I mean, yeah, Iran is saying, well, I'm sorry, buddy, because, you know, without you, we can't breathe. And that's literally it. We need this money, everything, the food, everything, because nobody else will do business with us because of the sanctions that the U.S. has put on us. So we could see them fighting to do what they're doing because they're fighting for survival. So I can't get mad at them for doing it, but we know they're doing it crooked. We know the main focus and problem is even not Iran because they're doing what any of us would do to survive. It's not the U.S. because actually we would do just what we're doing to control a country we don't want to have nuclear. So we see why it's being done. But it's the crooked politicians in Iraq who are saying, hey, this is our chance. (laughs) They're taking advantage of the citizens, the country, the situation. They're stealing the money along with Iran moving other countries. Now, here's a good thing that happened today, in case you guys haven't noticed or aren't aware of it yet. The European Union has now stepped in, and they're becoming the um, corruption police around the world, trying to take a little bit of it off of the U.S. because it's normally our job. So they've gone and arrested people in Iraq or Iraqis uh, locked up their bank accounts. Same thing with Venezuela. Same thing with Zimbabwe today. Just like they did Russia. They've got a group of countries who they locked up their accounts today all for corruption. Stealing the people's money. That's what they did. (laughs) And they're going to continue because they're the new corruption police around the world. So we're going to see some of that going on, just what we're doing. And that's going to curve, so it's another way they can look at fighting. I'll just give you guys a big picture. What does that have to do with the RV happening tomorrow or the next day? We really don't know because, again, we only know 30% of what's really going on. But could that, in fact, be it? They want to cut down on these windows or opportunities or these pipelines of, of corruption before they make the announcement? I just say make the announcement, then go cut it down. Because <laughs> then there's nothing they can do. It's all done. It's out in the open. They may have a different point of view of what they're trying to accomplish as far as that goes. We're going to know more after Monday or Tuesday, we should. After all the deals are done, they're signed off, whatever the date is set, which it doesn't really matter. They can say all troops should be out by the end of the year. We know just last week it says it's going to take at least five years to get them all out um, the way they're supposed to be. They just won't be called combat troops anymore as far as that goes. But, again, everything else, I still see the RV having to occur. The budget has to be put out before election or before the government actually goes away on October the 7th. So hopefully it won't be that long. It'll be at the end of the month like we've been told. All right. Let's go to the next one. That was a whole lot right there. Okay. 
Doing Deb and NC says, did you see the post in the forum where the U.S. and Vietnam on Monday reached an agreement regarding the U.S. concerns about Vietnam's currency practices? Do you think this is just more confusion before the storm? I don't know if it's confusion or not, but they wanted to remove them as currency manipulators, and they were telling them to go ahead and revalue their currency, which we know is about to happen anyway. So I think it was an upfront agreement. And not to revalue at the rate that we wanted to for the GCR, but just for what um, they were currently talking about. But does it do anything for us? Well, it answers a couple questions or put the question mark there is, why can't we get to Vietnamese Dong right now? Why would a whole country that's a legal currency not be made available to us? Because people still can't get it when we've been able to get it for years and years with no problem. So was it part of this agreement and I'm trying to force them to do that? Or was it the GCR that's about to occur? So it did put a question out there. Okay. Sunstar that's the best I can tell you. All right. All right. Sunstar says, any news or updates from boots on the ground in Iraq? You pretty much covered that. Um, yep. Vendor news. Any vendor news you can share? No vendors. Okay. Just I, I gave you the card news already, but it's still there. So. Okay. As we get closer to the finish line, how much are the CBR auctions under control in Iraq for the release of the RV? Hmm. Might be a word missing in that sentence. How much are they under control, or are they under control? Um, no, the corruption still is is continuing, yeah. And that's what they said. So now, there's no auctions this week because of the holiday, EID. And that's the reason that the rate over there went up, because there's no dollars being put in circulation at the banks. But they said they'll go back to normal after the holiday. Okay. Lil GTO sixty seven says, My dear friend Bonnie is celebrating her birthday today. In parentheses, no, she does not want to hear Tony sing. And I would greatly appreciate it. Would you play the birthday song? She is well, the one who introduced me to this crazy ride. So we have Bonnie by way of Lil GTO 67, and Adam is celebrating his birthday today. This is Cirque Seven's youngest son. He didn't say how old he is, but he listens to the calls religiously. So we have Bonnie from Lil GTO. We have Adam from Cirque Seven, and also we have Chapel Hill, who is uh, celebrating her birthday today. Happy birthday to all three of you. I want to wanna wish you a happy birthday. I want to wanna help you celebrate. I want to wanna wish you lots of presents. I want to wanna help you eat your cake. If you're 
bossy bossy in the island way. You'll be jamming all night till the light of day. Your birthday birthday is your day to shine. Another year and you'll be looking fine. So have a no worries, just to hesitate. Okay, that takes us to live folks on the call. 727 area code, you are on. That me? That's you, 727. Wow, number one on the call. That's incredible. Good morning. Walt, how you doing, hey, Tony? Great. Hey, sir. Yeah, I'm on my uh, I'm on my cell phone. Yo. So Tony, Wait, I don't want you to distract me. Okay, so okay. hold on for a second. Look, yeah, you'll find it interesting anyway. Ray might not like it, but anyway. <laughs> so somebody to me, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> okay, so the RV was supposed to start today, with in conjunction with the opening ceremony at the Olympics. Anybody know that? What does that got to do with the yeah. RV? The opening ceremony of the Olympics is supposed to start the ceremony today. I mean, the RV, which, which did not happen, as we already know. It wasn't ever going to happen. This, this is the stuff that bothers me. I don't know if it bothers you guys. It bothers me to the fact that this guy just sent this. And I don't know if he's listening or not. He's a, he's a preacher, so I can't say too much. But he's concerned about this. <laughs> I don't know a bunch of people. This quantum banking system that started on Wednesday, according to them, that the rest of the world knows nothing about, is going to deliver all of us, you know, Visa debit cards, some kind of debit card or currency card through FedEx. FedEx don't have my address. FedEx don't know I have currency. And there's anybody else that's just going to send me a bank card out of what? Out the blue? What bank does it belong to? What's my account number? How, how did I get this count even started? You guys are stupid with this mess. And then they want you to go on this website and put your currency in there, put your accounts in there. Just because a card showed up, I'm going to go on a website and give you all my banking information and then deposit my bank in there, running my money in there. What What money? This thing is just stupid. I'm just reading through this saying they got people believing this. The link is untraceable. You're going to put your – and and I got this yesterday too, so – well, I'm sorry. It's all just coming up right now. This idiot is going to tell people if you gave somebody currency, or they're not going to be able to exchange. They got to give it back to you. Only the original person who bought it. How does the bank know if I bought it or not? How do they know if I got yen, yang, dinar? <laughs> Rupiah, where did I get it at? What exchange location? What country I just came from? How do they know if Walt gave me $5 or Ray gave me $10 and I want to go in and get $10, $1 bills, how do they know if I originally got it? How are they going to know about this currency? Every time somebody walks up to the teller, they're going to have to say, you got to prove you was in Iraq. You got to prove you were in Korea. You got to prove you were in Vietnam. You got to prove you were in India. You guys are stupid with this mess and trying to convince people that they can't give away currency if they want to. 
that it's not going to be exchangeable, that they have to go take it back, or do you have to prove it? Some of this stuff we're just putting out, as you can feel, I'm getting a little irritated with this mess. It doesn't make good common sense. It just For you to be scaring people like this or telling them this, when if anybody goes into this quantum banking system that nobody knows about, they're going to steal your money. I'm telling you that now. They're going to control your account. If you get a card in the mail out the blue and you sit down at a bank, and, I mean, on a computer and hook your banking system up to this card, then you're going to get exactly what you deserve. All right. Sorry. What's next? Are we, are we good? <laughs> just so there's full disclosure, I had nothing to do with that. Oh, my God. Yeah, but, I mean, so you know what? They're shutting people's sites down for putting bogus information on the Internet now. I mean, they're shutting them down. Uh, Facebook, this site should be shut down, be letting them post this stupid mess up there. And all these people, I mean, it's just getting to be ridiculous. They have no answer for the RV, so they're doing this. They're preparing you for after the RV in a much different way than what we are. They're preparing you to hand your money, your accounts, your information over to them is what they're doing. Anyway, go ahead, Walt. Sorry. I'm done. No, that's really. I'm done. <laughs> I, because I, you know, that, that actually will help to lower your blood pressure, Tony, because you vented, and that's all good. So uh, I'm, anytime you want to do that on my dime, not a problem. Not a problem. Okay. Where was I? Oh. I know where I was. When are they going to start the bulldozers and start finding the malicious headquarters and the the parliamentarians' head, their houses, and just start bulldozing? They don't have to do anything. Don't block the streets. Make sure there's room for the bulldozer. Just start knocking houses down. That would make sense to okay. me. Okay. So here's the issue, Walt, with that. Iran is trying to make it appear like Iraq is unstable by them doing just what you just said. And that's Iraq's dilemma right now. Um, some parliamentarians came out this morning, female, and said they're just cowards. That's what they are. They're scared to do anything at all against the militia or against Iran because it's going to make the country look unstable, just as what Iran wanted to do. So foreign investors are already pulling out because Iran and the militia went from um, causing street violence to just simply attacking American interests and investor interests. They said, let's narrow it down. And that's the places they've been bombing and doing that. So now Iraq and the U.S. got to look at, okay, if we go over there and then start blowing them up, or shooting them in the streets or doing all that, then they win because it has become unstable. So let's not do nothing. See if we can get everything else done while they're simply letting these little drone bombs drop and aren't affecting anybody because they weren't until last week when they started blowing up hospitals and now malls because the drones weren't doing anything. They weren't hitting anybody, weren't killing anybody. So they're saying, let it be. Let them do all that while we get everything else done, and we're going to try and beat them to the finish line. 
before they cause a real problem, and then go back and let's get them. Remember uh, two weeks ago, I told you they had a list of 200 with 100 of them being parliament members were supposed to be arrested. They were supposed to make it public this week, and they haven't yet because it would cause an issue. But maybe they thought this was going to be done this week. So we'll look and see what happens next week. So there is a method to the madness. They are working on it. They just can't be as publicly forceful because it will make the country look bad. Uh, Got it. And that was my next question. What happened to the famous 100? So they're uh, they're still uh, they're still being looked after. Then, yeah. Uh, that's what they said. They didn't come out with the list. It said 200 prominent people, 100 being in Parliament. So that's that's going to happen. Then. Well, that's good. So then, I guess I better. See, everyone's going to think I'm a hawk, that I just want to blow things up, and that's not true. Uh, there are some things I want to blow up, there's no question about that, but uh, without running the risk of another rant, I, uh, I'm thinking maybe it's time for me just to uh, be quiet and uh, not uh, instigate and wait till um, the good news comes. And just so I understood you correctly, Tony, you're thinking that this news, there's a chance of it coming out, if not Monday, after Monday. Yes? Well, I think after Monday, they sign it, we see what the final agreement is. Uh, hopefully they will have a date, even though we're still hearing from Treasury by the end of the month. That's the latest thing I heard from Treasury. So they're waiting for after this meeting. Uh, to see what occurs here, I guess. Okay. All right. So well, well, I do have a question for you, though, because um, somebody texted to me, and they want to know, how come Walt sounds like he's from Brooklyn each time he says, how you doing? How, how do you say it, Walt? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, uh, I, I, uh, I had a lot of friends from New York, and so... I guess I'm sitting there thinking that maybe that's maybe that's where that came from because uh, for a while there, you know, it's kind of catchy. But uh, I'm uh, I'm not from Brooklyn, although I'm a Yankee fan, and I got to be careful how, who I tell that to, I guess. Uh, but anyway, um, <laughs> how did I get the accent? How you doing? Um, good. There you go. It sounds like Boston to me, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No kidding. Oh my God. Okay. See you tomorrow or so. Look for a check with my phone number on it, and uh, either my home phone or this one, and uh, then I'll feel like I've uh, I've been able to help a little bit. So anyway, uh, thank you, sir. The best of you both. You bet. Okay. All right. Thank you, sir. Have a great weekend. Today is Friday. Oh yeah. All right. (laughs) Okay, two, two zero eight. You are on. Two zero eight. Hello. Hello. Hey. Good yes, morning. Uh, good morning. I only have one comment about this that I'm going to talk about. Is that who does that make sense to? 
I'm quoting Tony. And, and he's right. I have the person who put me into this program and several other of the people involved with this. And they're listening to these two idiots, two different radio shows, where they're telling that uh, they're going to throw uh, Biden and Harris and Pelosi in jail, and they're going to bring back Donald Trump. I think this is very bad for our country to, to say it. What do you think? <laughs> Listen, wait. At first, I expected Ray to jump in there and tell you this is not about politics. But anyway, uh, I was going to let you do it. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, guys, as far as a dinar is concerned, this, this is what kills me, guys, because. All this is supposed to happen for the RV, and that's what bothers me when they tell people that the new government is going to do this or Trump's going to come back and make this decision or he is really deciding when the RV is still going to go on. Come on, guys, that doesn't even make good sense. I mean, we have been the United States of America for 200 years now. We have a certain way we do things, which is diplomacy. We're a democratic country. I mean, we're not led by a dictator. So those things just don't happen, even though there is, and we'd have to acknowledge there is a force trying to change that right now. Absolutely, as underhandedly as they can, secretly, and with most people not even realize that is going on. What does it have to do with the us? And this is what gets me about everything, this, this banking system. This car, this Jezra, this Nezra, and changing everything, and all this is based on the bond, and it's based on the art be happening. Guys, what happens when it doesn't happen? And it hasn't happened. As many times as they told us, as many dates as they set already, this is what we're going to see. And I'm not even talking about the, the RV happening. The government being overthrown, the banking system changing, new dollars on Friday. There's another site up here putting up all the new money now. This is what it looked like. Guys, these money and designs have been out for years. They thought about changing this currency, and now these idiots use these little things to try to manipulate you into believing things that just aren't true. They just aren't. What did the Olympics have to do with the RV starting today? And this it is going out telling everybody, oh, yeah, as soon as the Olympics starts, the RV is going to be announced or it's going to start paying out. Or these guys tell you that tiers one, two, and threes have started paying out. Paymasters got money. I talk to Reno all the time. I talk to people in Reno. I talk to actual paymasters, and not one of them has gotten a dime. Yet these idiots keep telling you guys paymasters have been funded, and nobody has. This is the same way. Just defies common sense. It just does. It just defies common sense. And I have to look at it and think about not even who's believing. I mean, these idiots putting it out, first of all. And then who would even believe this cockamamie stuff? Anyway, y'all don't want me going off on that. (laughs) So, no, the RV has not happened. It's not going to happen. It's not based on anything happening on August the 6th. Tanks are not going to roll down the street. You're not getting military escorts to the bank. 
I mean, really, I mean, just good common sense tells you that doesn't even make sense. Ten million people going to be getting military escorts to the bank with the other 300 or 290 million or 230 million Americans going to be doing while we're getting all that, while all that's happening. I mean, who does that make sense to? Nobody. Anyway, y'all's got me going off today. Today's supposed to be a good Friday. Oh, Ray, you hung up on him? <laughs> yeah, okay. Two eight one. All right. That's a political question. Are you gonna get the same treatment? <laughs> Look here, son. I ain't even in the room good. Now you at me. Quit your foolishness. I'll just give you a warning. That's now. all. <laughs> Can I get in first? Jesus. How you doing, King? I'm fantabulous, sir, to the nth degree. End yourself. Oh, my goodness. I'm good. And, Mr. Tony, how you doing? I am super fantastic. How you doing? I'm doing good. Doing good. Cannot complain. Now, can you say I'm going to get lunch. I'll be back. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let me finish my question. (laughs) <laughs> okay then, let me see here now Because <laughs> I got a little time, okay So so, Mr. Tony, I wanted to know What do you feel the WTO be, uh, Wanting Iraq in As one of their members Have to do with what we're waiting on I mean, would that influence I guess um everyone to kind of go and get this thing done if they are, you know, I guess you'd say signed in or signed on to the WTO sooner than later? Are they, aren't they working on that now? They are working on it, but there's 14 things that they said they want them to accomplish. So they haven't accomplished all of the money um, laundering laws and corruption laws that they want to do. They haven't implemented them and that's what they want them to do is implement them well they won't be implemented until the budget is done because they're part of the new budget those laws being enforced and being put in place so guess what when the budget happens then the rv happens then they can join wto so it's not the other way around because they want them Uh to have an international rate as part of the wto that's one of the requirements so, again, the RV has to happen before they join the WTO. So if people look mm-hmm. at it and say, well, they got to join there, that's just the opposite. And, mm-hmm. and it's in black and white, so it's not Tony's opinion. It's a fact. Right, right. So do you feel that since there has not been any recent articles out about the exchange rate the last couple of days that it's impending on how – and what comes out of this meeting on Monday, and then maybe well, after that we'll start hearing something? I think today is the first day there hasn't been anything, because there was oh. articles out yesterday. Today is the first day there hasn't been, and that is because the meeting is taking off all the focus. I think they're still doing things in the background, trying to get people on, but 
Yeah, I don't think we're actually going to see anything until after Tuesday at this point. But that was always my opinion. I said the bank said by Friday, you know, probably nothing until after Tuesday. Treasury still saying by the end of the month. So remember I told you guys last week, I'm going to go with the end of the month so I don't have to ride that roller coaster. But it also mm-hmm. makes sense for them to finalize the deal. They're saying this is the last meeting between the U.S. and Iraq to finalize everything, then let's go forward from there. So that's what I'm looking mm-hmm. at. So do you tr- do, do you feel in your um, opinion that you feel like that's one reason why Texas may have not gotten an update because they're waiting to see what's going to happen with this meeting coming up on Monday? So did you hear me read the letter from the people in Texas the other day? Did you hear that? No. No. Oh. I didn't hear that. It was when did so you do Wednesday. it today? Wednesday. Oh, no. no, I wasn't on the Where? call on Wednesday. Okay. Well, yes, you were because you sent me a text after the call. See? You just told me. I got on right after. No, I, I got on right after <laughs> when y'all was getting ready to hang up, so I didn't hear you. Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, well. Yeah, I read a letter from somebody who said they were tired of me talking about Texas, and they were insulted. And the fact that, you know, I'm telling the whole world that Texas is a bunch of idiots. That's my way of telling (laughs) Texas is a bunch of idiots. (laughs) (laughs) So I just said, y'all can't ask me questions about Texas no more. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you need to quit your food. Okay, I get you. <laughs> oh my God, you just no, don't no, no. You need to leave Texas alone. <laughs> and, and and I am. So I have. I obviously have great contacts in Texas, and I obviously have friends in Texas. And again, the guy who put this thing together and told us we could be part of it is in Texas. And their CBI, their server is in Texas. So Texas mm-hmm. and one of the largest um, Denar groups is in Texas. So I think it was uh, Texas, Florida, New Jersey, and California. Those are the four states with the largest groups. So we're not going right. to go without Texas, and I've been seeing that forever. So it's an integral part. But, yeah, because he told me today they got nothing. He said they didn't update us. We're not going to be updated. Nobody's on standby. Nobody's going to the centers. Nothing this weekend. We're just going home. So unless it changes this evening at 3 o'clock, that's the way it is. I'm not expecting anything to happen over the weekend. I'm just not, regardless of what these other idiots are telling you, because the Olympics started, the RV is going to start. I mean, that was just the stupidest shit I ever heard. But anyway, sorry. So, so <laughs> now, if when okay, so when Monday gets here, and all of this stuff is over between the U.S. and Iraq, and we go into the next day, Tuesday, Wednesday, into the week, and nothing happens, then it, do you feel that it's just taking them some time? If if we get to let's say Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, whatever, Friday that they're just wrapping up some last-minute stuff, you know, like 
dotting the I's, crossing the T's because everything should be done and they should be getting ready to release this. What else could possibly be holding this up in your opinion? I know you don't know, okay. like you say, everything. All right, so understand this. If the meeting is over Monday at 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 4 o'clock, whatever time, do I expect to see something at 6 o'clock? No. Whatever no. they decide on, first of all, Al-Ghazini has to get back to Iraq. First right. of all, whatever their agreements are, have to be implemented, mm. signed off, or put in place to actually happen. Is that going to happen mm-hmm. in two hours, three hours, ten hours? No, it's not. But based on mm-hmm. whatever it is, I don't know. So I'm going to go to the end of the month, like you said, mm-hmm. and hopefully whatever agreements they put in place go in. If it doesn't, I got our guy in Iraq right now saying, hey, man, it's going to be the first part of August because this has to be done. But the Treasury mm-hmm. saying it's going to be by the end of the month. So I said, I'm going with the Treasury and not this guy in Iraq saying the first part of August. But are we okay. still in the window? Absolutely. Should we still be excited yeah. and say, hey, man, this thing is almost over? Because how many yeah. more steps can there be if we've completed everything that we can see. The banking laws are in place, the rates in place, the currencies in place. I mean, we know there's nothing else that they're demanding be done. Nobody. Kurdistan is right. not hollering. I mean, Baghdad is not hollering. IMF is not hollering. Nobody is seeing anything needs to be accomplished. Iraq just needs to be stable, growing, which they are. And hopefully this is, you know, the final piece us to bake this cake and start celebrating. Yeah, because they look like they're moving on, because how does that implementation of the Chinese agreement uh, and, you know, with them finishing that up, and now it, it looks like they're going to be sending them, you know, that $100,000 uh, 100, barrel of oil per day and all of that. So, I mean, it looks like they're moving forward. with. The well, they have an agreement. But you mm-hmm. got to look at that agreement, first of all, with China. Iraq mm-hmm. wants to go with it, okay? And you're like, how come uh-huh. it's not implemented? Well, because the budget's not going. But the other factor is because the U.S. is trying to stop it. That's what Iraq was complaining about in the article. The U.S. said we can't do this deal with China because they didn't approve it. And we uh-huh. know back in 2008, four every contract with the country of Iraq must be approved by DOD. So uh-huh. they haven't approved that, even though Iraqi citizens don't know it. They put it in the parliament uh-huh. and into the agreement, and now the U.S. is saying, no, we don't like the China deal. We don't like the uh-huh. fact that they're bailing you out, and they're taking over every U.S. company that leaves, Exxon left, um, all the top shell left, everybody. China's coming in trying to take over all those contracts. The U.S. really wow. want that. They want the country to be stabilized, and they want Exxon and Shell to go back in there and get those contracts because that was part of the money. Instead of China oh. coming in, and now they own 30% of the market. Now, we got all this dinar. China got all this dinar that they're buying from the groups, and that changes the whole complexion of the deal because now they have direct access to the oil. So there's hmm. a lot of things going on in the back room. That, okay. that have to be fixed as far as that goes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay, well, I mean, I think that 
things are moving. We'd rather for things to be okay because we sure don't want it to be half done and then right in the midst of this thing and it stops or after we get our money, then they want to take it back because I ain't giving nobody my money back, see. Now, oh, they ain't giving it back. That's right. They ain't giving it back. (laughs) (laughs) Don't make that mistake and give it to me because you ain't giving it back. (laughs) I'm telling you, for real. So y'all go and do what you got to do to get it right because I can't be giving it back to you. So, all right. But thank you, sir, for answering my questions. So we just have to wait until it gets to you. All right. Have a good day. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 828 area code, you're on. Hey guys, how you doing? Um, you already answered my question, so yeah. Okay. You've already answered my questions. I really appreciate you guys. And let's hope this gets done quick. All right, thank you. Because what? what is it? Oh, okay. All right, thanks. Thank you. Okay. 217 area code, you're on. Yeah. I've been listening, and I pretty well like the rest of them. Thank you for all you do, and uh, I, I think I've got my questions answered. I've, so I'm going to hang up, and God's blessings to you. Okay. Thank you, sir. All right. Thank you, sir. 805, Eric. Who you are? I don't know. 805. I don't know. 805, you're on. Oh, this me? Yes, you're yep, on. This is you. Oh, oh hey, uh, I was going to ask a question about uh, this deal with Vietnam, and that was answered. So the only thing that I can uh, ask, do you think uh, that, that these people in uh, Iraq, that are you know, in an uprising, do you think they can force the issue? And if they can, do you have any idea what kind of time period do you think it'll be to get it to its highest loyal? In other words, if it's not done by August 15th, are these people going to try to uh, get them to get it done? Okay. So I think they absolutely can force it to be done because they forced the white paper to be done and and the government to shut down when they did, okay, and that changed. So if those people decide to go back to the streets where they were, yes, I think they could force it to be done. The problem is we want it to be done without that because, again, it causes them to look unstable, um, what would be occurring in the streets fighting, killing, burning, everything else again. We'd have to wait for them to make a decision to do it and then the country to calm back down before they could actually implement it. So it's catch-22 once again. But I think the next time they do that, something will absolutely come about. If it's nothing more than the auctions cut off or they go in and actually have to remove the Iranian influence, and I mean the people, by removing the, the government and doing that, or the worst case scenario, actually, well, what do you think it'd be? If they did that and the U.S. had to step back in, because we always had that ability to step back in and say, you guys never met the criteria by rebuilding your country or putting your government in place and that. So now we're back in and 
we'd have to do this thing all over again. Is there a threshold? Is there a, a bottom line that people are going to go to? And I think, yeah, the hotter it gets, if Iran keeps, you know, turning off their electricity, which they seem to have 85% with the other countries now, but ISIS is going to start targeting that, their generators and everything. Well, they've already been targeting the generators. But when it gets so hot that they can't stand it, then, yeah, the heat plays a factor, water plays a factor, and then with them all being poor. So I think we have until the vote, and it should be done prior to the vote before we'll see something go off the rails. That's just my opinion, though. I'm not predicting, and I know they're over there listening in the cafes, so I'm not telling them to do anything. I'm just saying that's what I see. Okay. Yes, Rod. That's what this whole thing is, is uh, opinions, and and, uh, and intel, and you provide us with as much intel as you can. So I really appreciate it. Thank you guys very much, and God bless. Okay. All right. Thank you, sir. 619, area code, you were on. Hey, good morning, guys. Appreciate your time Greetings. and efforts. Actually, the last person just asked a question, and I did click off soon enough, so I apologize. But thank you. Okay. All right. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. 573, area code, you are on. Hello, Tony and Ray, and I want to hey. say thank you for for all your steadfastness with us and putting up with all the crap you do and um, and giving us the information that's pertinent and very helpful. Um, I got a couple of questions for you. Uh, Tony, um, what is the amount of times that Iraq has actually pulled the lever to get this started in 15 years? I don't know the exact number, but I think, uh, again, it's been three or four times we actually did it. I remember one time we were within 10 minutes of it actually happening before they drew it back, but probably three or four times when they actually thought it was going to go that day. Okay. And then my second question pertaining to the same issue is, um, when was the most recent time that they have actually enacted the RV? Um, I, I think in, uh, in January was the most recent time when it was supposed to go. I can't, I can't actually remember the last time, but I think it was in January. Well, I understand because you get so many calls and so much information and misinformation, yep. but wow. it uh, I'm just hoping it happens, you know, because uh, I'm starting to wonder if it's really going to happen. Okay, so that's the one thing we don't have to do. We don't have to wonder if it's going to happen. All we have to wonder is when is it going to happen. They're going to have to have a viable currency to do all the things they want to do, to take full advantage of their country, to be members of the WTO, to have investors come in, because nobody's coming in at the rate that it is now because it's not worth it. But to reconstruct the country 
to get all they can get, they're going to have to have a currency. So it's not if, it's when. Now, when. Is it when Iran gets their own currency back? If they have such a strong chokehold on Iraq, because they're still going to be stealing from them, regardless. Uh, but then, you know, it'll be more of a uh, public thing where everything is transparent, transaction. So they're going to develop other ways of doing it. Just like they said now since November, when they stopped the auction, they stopped doing everything, then the smuggling went away, went down. Now they're saying it's back in full stride because auctions are back, and they just put new people in place, new companies in place. As long as we give them the opportunity to keep doing that, they're going to keep doing it. But we get the main thing cut off, and that's what we're trying to do right now. If they can get those 100 people arrested, they figure that will make it harder for them to come back and do it again. So it's not a matter if it's going to happen, it's when. That's what we're waiting for. Yeah, okay. Well, that's encouraging. <laughs> um, well, uh, I really do appreciate you guys and your sacrifices and your family's sacrifices and all that you do, and hopefully you'll stay with us this whole this ride. Boy. You're my only source okay. of information, so, and you're the only ones I trust, you know? Okay. Thank you, sir. Well, Thank you, welcome, sir. Guys. We appreciate it. And, okay. And you know. I will tell you, and, and by no means is it easy to ride the roller coaster we ride. Well, I got to ride the sure. racers. Don't pay attention to them. <laughs> 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 Maybe I should go on race side and just not pay attention to them. But anyway... I'll be over there right. Let's get this over with. Let's go, man. Anyway. Yes, thank indeed. Thank you, sir. We appreciate you. <laughs> All righty. Okay. Take care. Well, thank All right. You, Tony. All right. Bye. Bye now. All right. Bye-bye now. All right. 610, area code. You are on. Hey, good afternoon, Ray. Hey, good morning, Tony. It is Greetings, G-Man sir. MPA. Hey, man. How you doing? Doing super fantastic, er, gentlemen. It is another dynamite, super sunny day in the Northeast. Long version, gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, for all of you who are new to the call and all of you who didn't know, all of these calls and all the means of communication that Ray and Tony use to keep us informed need to be paid for. And it's up to all of us out here in the currency community to make donations in order to keep this information superstation on the air, you can help by going to www.pntsuperfantastic.com, clicking on that red donate button, and when you do, the name and address will come up to where you can send your checks and money orders made payable to Raymond Renfro, P.O. Box 1748, Elm City. That's just like the tree. Elm City, North Carolina, 27822. And as a reminder, ladies and gentlemen, when you are making out your checks and your money orders, please remember to make them payable to Raymond Renfro. For those of you who'd like to donate electronically, we're utilizing the Venmo app to do that. And when you go into the Venmo app, click on the business profile. And in the business profile, type in in all capital letters, TNT, hit the space bar once, 
and in all capital letters, the words Super Fantastic. Again, to donate electronically, we're utilizing the Venmo app. When you go into the Venmo app, click on the business profile. And in the business profile, type in in all capital letters. TNT, hit the space bar once, and in all capital letters, the word super fantastic. And your donations will go through electronically. Remember, to do it today, ladies and gentlemen, you'll be very, very glad that you did. And when you are sending in your donations, please remember to include your phone number. That way it will make it easier for Ray to track those donations as they come in. As always, Ray and Tony, thank you for all you continue to do for us. Thank you again to both of your families for continuing to share you with us. Thank you to those 13 task force members out there still making sure that the bankers and meeting facilities will be available for us post-RV so we can get all that banking information. And as Ray has taught us, remember verification, negotiation, diversification, protect your principal, KYW, know your worth, and Vegas, 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 and rally, 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 so I can come join you and enjoy some of that good homestyle North Carolina barbecue. Thank you, gentlemen. Make it a dynamite weekend. All right. Thank you, sir. Man, thank you, sir. We do appreciate it. I appreciate all your hard work and trying to get this done. But I got to tell you guys something. So I'll wait for G-Man to come on and tell you this because I'm looking at it. Actually, Ray had mentioned it yesterday, I think. We were talking about that mode people. I said, well, so I put the numbers out there. We get sixteen to 18,000 people on the call. 20,000 to 60,000 a week, 100,000, almost close to a million as the listenings go through. Just like uh, Bus Lady Tina, she came on at the end and listened to it, which a lot of people do. And they send me texts, say I listen to the recording, but, but I cannot believe I'm looking at it right now. And I'll tell you guys, go look for yourself. Oh, two things I want people to know. First of all, um, Nobody can see you donated to us unless you have it available to your friends. Everybody can cut that off because people are telling me, I don't want everybody to see that I donated or didn't, and that's why I don't want to do it through Venmo. I want to mail it in or do this or that. You have the power to put on your privacy that nobody sees who you sent money to and vice versa for you who don't know how to work Venmo. The second thing is, if you do go in and look at Vimbo, I'm looking at it, out of 100,000 people, we still don't even have 1,000 original donors. And I just cannot believe there are not 1,000 people, uh, 100,000 listeners who would want to help this for the last 15 years. Well, this is since January. We don't have not even 1,000. We're at 901. And the, uh, the day I told you guys that we were at 880 something <laughs> and I said I, I just all right don't understand or maybe it's not worth it I don't know whatever it is I know G-Man does what he does and we're doing what we're doing I can't believe there's not that when people say if everybody just sent a dollar 
I mean, not every month, not every time we get on the phone and like that. But we haven't even had 1,000 people send a dollar. Anyway, that's just food for thought. All right, what's next, Ray? We'll cut it off when we cut it off. All right, what's next? Oh, thank you, man. I'm sorry. Okay, you're welcome, Ray. You're welcome, Tony. Right, sir. All right, thanks. Okay, 647. situation, what the rate was, everything. But uh, Kuwait did not have to have a country rebuilt. They didn't have to have a government rebuilt in any of that. They just had to have Saddam Hussein in Iraq removed from their country. So it was a lot quicker for them to do it. And I think it was a, a year before they revalued the currency back, after they made sure they got everything out in, in the straight. So, we didn't have to go through a tenth of what we're going through with Iraq. None of that right, happened right. in Kuwait. Mm-hmm. And I have one other question. What sure. would you estimate, would would you say, the number of people that had currency at the time that it did revalue? Was there a, a lot of people or just a few people? Or? Oh, no. It was a well-kept secret. And I don't think it was, at the time, 5,000 people had currency. Um, military people, officers had currency, just like we do here for Iraq, and government people, most enlisted people didn't know anything about it, and they tried to make sure they didn't, just like they did about the dinar. So it was a very well-kept secret, and the rich got richer. Our country got richer, obviously, because that's how they paid down the debt, and, uh, you know, people in the inner circle. This was supposed to happen the same way. It was supposed to be quick, boom, before anybody even realized it. But when it didn't, and word got out, and then there's some big mouth guy on TNT or <laughs> they got out. 
you guys, you guys gotta remember when we first got this again, it was less than I think five thousand people is what they were telling me when we started back then. And then it grew and grew and it grew to ten million people. Now some other wow. gurus got involved along the way too, but when we did when we got uh started with the Zim, I know it was less than two thousand people in the whole country had or knew about the Zim. But they told me to put it out there. That was the only reason I was told, I'm pretty sure, by the people who told me. But it exploded. Um, when when we got started, nobody had to be in BNB because, you know, Dan told everybody the whole world would turn upside down if the BNB was worth more than two cents or five cents. And look at it today. So many people have it since we've been telling you guys, explaining what to look forward to, everything else, that they stopped selling so TNT has been a big part of that whole thing of getting it to where it is now, but also making sure that we're able to stay in the game because we were a big part of that. So this is a whole lot different from when Kuwait went, a whole lot different. Being yeah. that the average person is involved in the number of people. Yeah. Well, those people that were in it with Kuwait, they're probably all super, super rich. No. We've actually had people come on the call who were in it with Kuwait. Um, guys who said, I was there, I got the money, I did the exchange, I know this is real. Uh, throughout the years, we've had those people. I don't know if we have anybody on listening today. We might. But if they did, I'd, I'd bring them on right now, but I don't know who they are, if they text me or something. But anyway, yeah, we've actually had people that are participating in this because they know it's real. They're just buying their time because they've already been through it. Yes. Well, I really want to thank both of you for the job that you're doing. I mean, you guys are relentless, and um, I really, really appreciate it because without both of you, uh, most of the people, I would say the majority of the people would be in darkness with no information and not knowing anything. So I really want to commend both of you for what you're doing. Okay. All right. Thank Thank you, you. sir. We appreciate it. All right. Thank you both very much. Bye bye. Right. Bye bye. Four zero nine area code. You're on. Oh, that's me. That's you. Right. Hey. <laughs> okay. How you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> um, I a couple of my questions have been answered, but I have two things. One for each of you. First of all, I want to say to Ray how much I got out of that webinar on um, the exchange scenario. If I had kind of thought maybe it was going to be, you know, kind of a role play situation. Hi, how are you? I'm good. But it was packed full of just really neat, (laughs) really good stuff that I was able to hold on to. And I just want to thank you for that. That, these two webinars, the ones that you've had recently, are awesome. And I was hoping that you might do one maybe on trust. <laughs> Just I know you can't go into a great amount of detail, but I have no clue about trust. And uh, if you could do something similar, that would be awesome, okay? I'm just okay. telling you how much I appreciate it. Uh Secondly, and this is for Tony. Um, wait, 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 wait! Before you go to my okay, part. Okay. So, 
I didn't get to see the seminar, you know, because Ray don't never tell me when he's doing stuff like that. and He don't show it to me and anything. Actually, I got to pay for it. So let me ask you a question. <laughs> Is it something that, that uh, you would recommend to the rest of the group or people you're on? And, and what was the oh, biggest benefit? Did. I don't even know what the seminar was about. So okay. I, I, I hear the title. Well, how good really was it? Because okay. somebody else I'll, I'll told me glad. they attended. Okay. Okay. It is. It was. I uh, uh, Ray brought in someone else to help, and they had uh, compiled a great deal of information that explained on how to negotiate uh, if you're given a no, which I thought that was just excellent. Um, also. Uh, how to compute the amount of your currency. You know, the Zim, a lot of people get confused on the Zim. Um, it covered all of that. And then uh, once the webinar concluded and they've got a handout with all of them that you can download and keep, uh, it even talks about making sure all your devices are charged, making sure that you have a hotspot on your phone in case you can't get Internet. I mean, it covered a lot of things that had never occurred to most of us, I'm thinking. And then following the completion of the webinar, there was a question and answer series where a lot more information came up. So, yes, I highly recommend this, as well as the last one on um, – negative uh, interest on lines of credit because if you haven't listened to the one about line of credit then you're going to be wondering a little bit in this because they do refer to it so anyway it was just very practical and and very succinct it it was wonderful and i would love to hear more of them okay so and i have available for anybody and everybody yes uh huh. It's in. I, yeah. I'm not in the forum or anything. I just went to um, uh, TNT Showtime and it's listed right there. That webinar, both of them are. And you really need to, everybody. You really need to listen to both of these webinars. They are worth the time. And how much is he charging? <laughs> zero. Absolutely zero. zero. You zero. mean to tell me Ray is giving something away for free? Really? <laughs> okay. <Yes. laughs> oh, and it, it is it is priceless, and I thank him for it. Um, okay, so now, Mr. Cummins, okay. Yeah. Uh, I live in a little small uh, town in a senior citizen thingy, <laughs> and so I'm going to buy a big fine house in Dallas and move. So when I give my zip code. They're going to send me to another, well, they're going to send me probably to Waco, and I want to be in Dallas. So if I go to Waco and I have a wealth manager or I'm at an exchange center and I make a deal with this wealth manager and I have enough that, and I do have them, I have enough, I'm not going to, I, I have done some investing in this. So when I get ready to move, is there going to be a problem since I made a deal with a wealth manager in Waco? Is there going to be a problem when I move, or do I have to keep that same wealth manager? Okay. Because so, I'm going to buy a house all, as soon as I get a line of credit. Go ahead. Now, 
you live in a retirement community. Are you taking any of your friends with you to your new house? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I get a clean break. <laughs> now, okay. All right. All right. So. Second thing, I was actually, actually, I went to uh, Waco, so I've been there for uh, some seminars and training and everything, so I like Waco. Okay. All right. Okay. So, no, whenever you move, you can move uh, your wealth manager and say, hey, um, you know, I'm going to be living in Dallas now, so I want to work with somebody closer. You go to the bank, they set you up, and then they will transfer everything. And so it won't mess up your, your deal, no, right? No, it won't mess up okay. your deal because your deal is already signed for and everything else. So that part okay. is done. It'll just be somebody you work your new deals with, your futures, or somebody who's there to cater to you. Because that's what the wealth manager is there for, to cater to you. So the line of credit, that would transfer if you've got a line of credit with the bank. That's bank-wide, not just branch-wide, right? Yeah, that's that's bank-wide, all the way across the country. It's it's still there. Okay. Okay. Uh, And then I guess this would probably be Ray's question. Can you get a line of credit on your personal and then a line of credit on your trust or would you need to sure you can yes okay yes all right and then you you can use these lines of the way i understand it to purchase a home or cars and all that right right anything you're going to spend money on you can use your line of credit and put that money to work Okay, now I don't have my trust set up. I don't have the money to do it yet. So I'm going to go ahead and buy my house, hopefully with a line of credit on my personal. And then can I, if it's on, well, I guess I could, huh? I could sell the house to the trust or whatever? Well, you wouldn't sell it to the trust, but you can give it to the trust. Even though it was paid for with a personal line of credit? Doesn't matter it what would, it was paid for. Paid it was first? paid for. It's okay. paid for. There's no 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 mortgage on it. No liens on it. You're gonna own it free and oh. clear. That's the neat oh, thing about the right. line of credit. You don't have a mortgage. You bought the house with okay. the money, but you own the house free okay. and clear. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, one more quick question for Ray. Uh, you said that if there was an issue because of past credit or whatever and they would not give you a sufficient line of credit to do what you need to do, that you could purchase a CD, right? So let me ask you this. If you've got a deal where your money, all of your accounts are earning the same high interest rate, let's say they're all earning, I don't know, 15%, the money you're leaving, the money that belongs to you, and now your line of credit, everything's getting this 15%. If you can't get a line of credit and you want to buy a CD, is that going to change that 15% down to what a CD pays? No, no, no. The CD was just a suggestion for committing something with the bank to underwrite the line of credit. Right. Are you getting the 15% from that bank or from somewhere else? So if you already have well, 15% investments with that bank, you don't need the CD. You already have 15% investments with them. They're going to give you a line of credit. If you have 15% interest coming in? 
Well, that's what you referenced that you had some fifteen percent interest coming in. Well, who did you who who's paying you that? Is that with the bank? The bank. The bank. Right. Uh-huh. So you don't need the CD. You already have a, a chunk of money already there that you're working with. So that will serve to underwrite your, your loan. Because that's all okay. you're doing. If, if you if if a person's credit is bad, is too bad to get a loan on their name, then there has to be some type of collateral. And having okay. money in that bank in one of its investment products, a CD, money market, whatever the case may be, that, okay. in so many words, will underwrite the loan. Okay. So, so don't worry I want about your credit big, being bad. I, I'm getting a big house. I'm 72. I'm going to go out and stop. <laughs> I'm not going to wait for heaven go. for my mansion. I'm going to get it now. There you go. So, go for it. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to need a big line of credit. But if I'm leaving 70% or 50% of my money there, that should do it, right? Oh, yeah. If it's in the bank, earning it. Okay. Well, wait, wait, wait. Where, okay, where okay. are you at? You're in Texas? I'm in Texas, a little south of Waco, and I'm going to move to right. the Dallas area. Okay. So first of all, a big house in Texas is what, 10,000, 15,000 square foot? Uh, this one I'm looking That's a at big is. House? Twelve, twelve thousand. Twelve thousand. Okay. Mm-hmm. So property in Texas is cheap, though. Everybody know like shit. I'm gonna go to Texas. I'm gonna go down south and buy miles, whatever. But <laughs> property taxes in Texas is what you need to be geared up for, because you got to come up with that every year. And property you know taxes in Texas is no joke. I'm telling you. Well, the property I'm looking at has nine acres, and it's ag-exempt. Hello? <laughs> oh, We get this okay. ag-exempt stuff down here, you know? <laughs> so uh, that's okay. what I'm looking at. Okay? Because I know well, people paying 50000 a year in property taxes in Texas. Well, you just got to be aware. <laughs> okay. Well, at least we don't have personal income tax, though. See, y'all do. We don't. Yeah. So that's good. That, that okay. Is it. All right. Thank, thank you. you thank you both so much. Yes. Okay. You're welcome. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Hello, guys. How are Hello. you guys doing today? I am fantastic. I'm super fantastic. And yeah. Uh, Ray, um, super fantastic today. Along with the last caller, she kind of brought it up. I went back to listen to that webinar, and I just have, uh, I guess I want a clarification on the question that the lady posed on the webinar about a person who goes into the bank, and she was saying if they weren't approved for that line of credit, uh, she gave them two options, you know, opening the credit card account or setting up a CD to secure your credit at the bank. But her question was, like, when you set up the CD, her question was, where would the initial money come from for your CD? Would it be the principal that you just? It was whatever you were planning to buy the property with. A lot of you are, I'm going to pay cash for this, I'm going to pay cash for that. Well, that money is what you would, if you needed to buy a CD, you can take the cash money, you're putting it to work. 
some type of way in getting a negative interest line of credit to use instead of using your cash. So it's a trade-off. Oh, okay. Because she was just asking, would it come from, you know, that money that you just, I guess, deposited or planned to use to buy oh, yeah. something? And she said, no. Okay. But yes. I was thinking, yeah, it would be part of your your source of money that you acquired right. during your exchange. And so right. I wanted to go back to uh, the statement she made about making sure your account was assignable and transferable. And I'm trying to see what in general makes the account assignable and transferable. Is it just that you have the POD and TOD attached no, no. to that? Okay. That's, that's two different features. Oh, okay. When she's saying have your accounts assignable and transferable, you're going to start something in your personal name, knowing okay. that you intend to create an entity to take it over. So right. if you start up a, a five-year investment with the bank, and you lock okay. in for five years, but you want right. to make sure that you can transfer that investment to someone else. Not cancel okay. it. You just want to let someone else take it over. That's making it assignable. So then when you create the trust that you want to create, you have, you're only three months into this five-year investment. Now you want the trust to take over the remaining four years and what, um, nine months. Because you're only three and months so into your five years. Now you have your trust created. You want to transfer it over to the trust. So before okay. you go into that arrangement, you want to make sure that you can do that. With that investment. And so they would, they would like put that in writing or something in the yes. document that you're okay, yes. that you're creating. Right. And when you're doing, uh, when you're making the accounts assignable and transferable, would that only be the account where the investment deal is going on with the bank or would it be safe to do yes. any of your savings and checkings accounts that you're going to be okay. depositing any of this money into? Now, Only the investment account. Now we're we're changing. See now the investments, the assignable and the transferable is something that you want to be able to do while you're still living. Oh. The TOD and the TOD, those are things you want to have happen when you die. Yeah. Okay. So now you enter this five year investment at a great rate of return and you know you want the trust to take it over. So you want it to be assignable. But at the same token, if you die before you get a chance to move it over to the trust, you want to put a POD on it so a beneficiary can take all of that money and run without probate, bill collectors, and other little grimy fingers trying to get onto your money. Okay. All right. Well, I understood the POD and the COD. I was just trying to make sure it was safe to have it all assigned to just the investment account or basically any account that I'm planning to yes. uh, move well, just, to. Just remember, uh, assignable and transferable are things that you want while you are still living. Okay. And TOD and POD are things that you want to take place when you die. Those are you want beneficiaries okay. to step in and take over that stuff. Okay. Sounds good. 
And then, okay. Tony, you made a comment about who benefits if the RV doesn't happen earlier, and I guess I was just thinking about what you were saying about Iran. And in my mind, I had a question. Do the Iranians have more power than any of the other groups that's involved in this process? Because they're the ones who tend to try and stop it all the time by, you know, doing something to kind of offset it. They don't have more power as far as the RV itself is concerned. They have more influence in Iraq decisions. They have more Iranian politicians in Iraq than Iraqi politicians in Iraq. So, yes, they do have that sort of influence. They don't have any authority as far as RV is concerned. But long as they can cause confusion, they can stop votes from being made, they can stop the CBI director from making a decision, then, yeah, they, they have that. And they justify it in different ways, not just outright, hey, we're not doing it because Iran says don't do it. Well, because the laws, and we can't get this done, and we're going to talk about this next week and then next month, and then they're dragging it out. But two things are occurring. Iran's influence because they're getting money, and the crooked politicians because they're getting money. Oh, okay. And when we look at the situation that's happening this week with the U.S. and Iraq, if they wait until Monday after they sign whatever they're going to sign and conclude the deal, is that going to make Iraq look weak? I mean, is it going to put a, like a damper on that independence that they're trying to claim? As far no, as their because report? that's what the meeting is about. They're trying to make Al Kazimi look good coming out of this meeting. They're trying to look, make him look strong and look like, you know, he's getting things, decisions made the way Iraq wants so that the people get behind him. That's the whole purpose of the meeting. Okay. Oh, I just was wondering if that would look like he was getting permission rather than operating in an inner. No, he's in getting a, agreements in for all the other things that they want. It's a negotiation, and they're going to let him come out on the other side looking good. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Well, those are my questions for today. I hope you guys have a great weekend, and I guess we'll talk to you guys on Monday. Okay. Thank All you. right. Thank you. Have a great weekend. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right, sir. Okay. Time Here we wrap go. this one up. All right, man. Let's see. All right, guys. It is a super fantastic Friday. There is no bad news. Things are moving forward. We're waiting for the results on Monday evening, Tuesday morning to see what actually happens. So, Texas is a no-go. Once again, just Texas being Texas. That's okay. (laughs) The other banks are sitting here waiting to go, but they're not going to go as some people are putting out. Uh, as long as Texas is not going, it's not going to happen because all banks are going to go together. I don't care what secondary banks are telling you or anybody else. Everybody's ready to go but until we're all on board. I've had nothing come out of the markets this week, so they too are not being notified to go. 
So I'm going with what the Treasury said by the end of the month. Uh, we'll get information about the weekend meetings, how they're going to look, what should be announced Monday evening, Tuesday morning, and we should be ready to roll from there. That's how I'm looking at it. Let's see what happens. All right? Do what I'm going to do. Enjoy the rest of your day. Be super fantastic while you're doing it, and share the super fantastic. Do that. I've been hearing great stories about people sharing the super fantastic. So if anything happens, we'll tweet it out, put it in the form, or do another call. That's what we need to do. All right, Ray? All right, ladies and gents, that's pretty much it. Enjoy your weekend. We'll talk to you the first of next week. Keep believing. We sure do. This keeps me going. On those days when I feel like giving up. Fire.
recording this session is no longer being recorded and that ladies and gentlemen is a wrap we are out of here